Uh, hey there, everybody. It is Ginger's brother, Tim, a.k.a. Tim Plays Bass. Um, I wanted to let you guys know that we're uh, doing some experiments over here at uh, Ginger Talks HQ. So the next few episodes uh, may contain a few uh, production things that may be a little different. Um, a few things that we're working out. We're still sorting out some kinks. Um, but we're going to be trying a few things over the next few weeks. So uh, um, bear with us if uh, cuts feel funny or if anything else like that's gone on. Um, that's totally on me. Uh, except for the goodbye on this episode, uh, Ginger managed to cut that off as she was signing off. Um, but, uh, yeah, let uh, Ginger and Druid know uh, what you like, what you don't, and uh, um, bear with us as we work a few things out. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Ginger Talks Podcast with Ginger Snap 67 and Druid Knowledge. Here's Ginger. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Ginger Talks podcast. My name is Ginger Snaps. Joining me is the wonderful Druid Knowledge. Druid, how the fuck are you doing today? We are coming in hot from Birmingham, UK. It's Druid Knowledge on Ginger Talk. And that's all I've got. It's been okay. Middling at best. I was at a work, a work-related meal before joining the recording today. Um, so I've been pretty much practicing about practicing my small talk skills all evening. So I'm expecting to be well lubricated for tonight's recording. Fuck. Yes. Here we <laughs> fucking go. I mean, there's not much else, uh, in the craziness that I wouldn't, you know, I, it's, it's very much what I expect. I'm, I, uh, it's been a crazy week in, in my world, so I'm just like fucking, all right, let's do it, man. Let's just fucking yeah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, there's nothing like coming in hot to a recording. I mean, here we are. By this point, uh, people have been listening to season three for maybe four or five weeks. Yeah. I'm losing count. Not got a release schedule yet. Shh, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's but, fine. <laughs> Yo, if you are wondering, this was recorded last week, okay? Yeah, it's great to be. I'm so fucking happy to be back, and we have a a new guest uh, this week. Joining us is uh, someone who I've been. His name has been kicking around in my head for a long time to have on, and I just never fucking messaged him because I'm a piece of shit. Joining us is a Tin Man. Hey. <laughs> I, was, I, was like, I, I was I was like, wait, his voice has been knocking around in my head for some time because I am actually the cowardly lion. <laughs> God damn it! And a, I'm so fearful. And a podcaster. And a f- <laughs> it's okay. It's okay, Kitty. You're fine. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, boy! Yeah, yeah, we'd like to welcome John Wayne to the podcast. Hey, pilgrims, how's it going? Oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> we, we, literally, uh, just before we hit record on this thing, I was admiring Tin Man's uh, dulcet tones, and honestly, if you, the listener, aren't like weeping 
from the inner sanctum of your ovaries. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to fucking know. Because that, it's like fucking melted chocolate. How do you maintain <laughs> that? Uh, lots of milk <laughs> for the vocal cords. Just, just drink the milk, kids. Uh, See, <laughs> you're not the only person that I know that's just like, I drink lots of fucking milk. And I'm like, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, What? I, I, I don't for the body. I don't like milk. I I can hear that. I can hear that in the tone. It's fine. <laughs> I, it's fine. I I uh, I respect you and your decisions. But uh, thank you. You know. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't like milk, but you know, it's delicious. I, I I read an article on just this uh, the other day, and it was talking about how many uh, movie villains drink. A glass of straight milk. Oh, and when you think about it, when you think about it, yeah, that is totally a thing. So think like uh, Hans Lander in in Glorious Bastards asks for a, like a glass of milk. It's like more common a trope than you realize that there's some kind of uh, drinking straight milk is like seen as being like psychopathic in some way, and that's coded into cinema. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One hundred billion dollars. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of I like that because, like, I generally in films, I like the villains. Like, yeah. I yeah. secretly root for him almost every time. You what? No. Yeah. <laughs> It's because everybody roots for their heroes, right? Everybody's rooting for their heroes. I just feel bad for the villain, you know? I'd like them to see them win one, you know? <laughs> Thanos had a point, y'all. I mean, <laughs> he kind of did, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's just, yeah. A, he's just a, an industry plant for Antifa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gross. Okay. Yeah, sorry. And that uh, was true in knowledge, everybody. Good night. <laughs> I uh, cut his mic. Yeah. Fuck. yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, podcasters. Uh, it's a weird. T- it's a weird time to come out as a like a truther. But here we are. Um, <laughs> I actually, I actually heard the most catchy tune about nine uh, eleven the other day from a nine eleven truther. Oh. oh god, there's so many. No, oh no. my god. Uh, yeah, uh what was it? Uh nine eleven, nine eleven. What went down is building seven. It's actually like more catchy than it has any, any right, right to be. To be. <laughs> so right. I I found myself actually singing it on the bus earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, dude, he can't he can't sing this in public. Oh mm. my god. Well, that's the the issue of Guitar World we were talking about earlier is from oh, yeah. September of two thousand and one. <laughs> yeah, oh. and, and and wasn't that nice? Uh, that that point when that issue went to press, when their biggest concern was uh, the change of sound on a disturbed album, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're like, oh. Oh, wow. God damn. 
yeah, I fucking conspiracy theories, man. I love the more that we talk about like conspiracy theories and cons- conspiracies and shit just randomly throughout episodes. I love it. Yeah, I guess well, some really good ones. Oh, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but like I've heard some some doozies over the the course of my <laughs> my life. I wish I could think of one. Um. <laughs> One of my favorites is that Avril Levine is not Avril Levine and has been replaced with, you know, fake Avril Levine, I guess. Yeah, well, so she's been... People. Because, like, why... Where's the benefit in 2022 of pretending to be Avril Levine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, the, it, the only other time I've heard a conspiracy of that ilk is that they say Paul McCartney of the Beatles was replaced. Now, I guess I understand why you might replace Paul McCartney, but Avril Lavigne is hardly on the same artistic plinth as uh, as a Beatle, surely? Right. I would agree. Yeah, but maybe Skater Boy just fucks. Well, I mean, Skater Boy fucking slaps, so, like, let's just get that out of the way. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but. It's like their one one good song. Like that's what made them. Well, I'm gonna say complicated as well as so, its place. That entire album is I I I think her first like two studio albums were were pretty fucking good. But after that, they kind of got a little weird. Which I mean, you know, shit happens. But yeah, well. Also, imagine this, like, picture the scene. You've been planted by, like, some kind of governmental over- overlord, like, society to pretend to be Avril Lavigne, and then you find yourself with no career for 10 years, and then finally you get your moment when you can uh, guest on a Machine Gun Kelly song, and then you've got to ask yourself, was it really worth trading in my whole identity where I just worked at a Whole Foods? Mm. Well, she, I forgot she was married to Chad Kroger for two years. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And then then moved on to Derek Wibley, the singer of Sum 41, just before he started looking like an extra. Yeah, he started looking like an extra from the Mummy uh, movie franchise shortly after that. Mm -hmm. Mm. Well, I mean, so she's been, she's been releasing music like consistently nothing as good as like after the best damn thing uh album like a lot of her albums like kind of trickled off in in the wave of like the lady gagas and stuff but i fucking the the replacement theory though for those of you who don't know the con- the Avril Lavigne conspiracy theory, uh, replacement conspiracy theory, is that she died in 2003, shortly after the release of her debut album, and was replaced by a body double named Melissa Vendella. Evidence used to support the theory include changes in Levine's appearance between 2003 to now, supposed subliminal messaging, and her follow-up under my skin, and a photo shoot where Levine has the name Melissa written on her hand. Okay. Like, that's irrefutable evidence. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> weight gain, plastic surgery, things like right. that. You can't. That's not real. No, absolutely Better. not. <laughs> it certainly wouldn't happen to Avril. No. no. Uh, my message to all the uh, Avril Lavigne truthers out there, why do you have to go make things so complicated? God damn it. I forgot. She has, I think, a fucking clothing line now. Doesn't yeah. everyone? Yeah. Uh, Hermione Granger's got a clothing line, don't they? <laughs> um, it's a good time to remind you, we, you can buy Ginger Talks merch at linktr.ee forward slash Ginger Talks. Join the clothes. Oh, fucking hell. We've who doesn't? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to stop talking for a second and just let the adults talk. <laughs> no, it's. I still. Oh I'm still very much in that weird, like. Punky, emo, alternative. Like, some of those styles in me have never gone away. But then I look at, like, the fucking, like, studded wrist cuffs. And, yeah, yeah. And shit like that. And I was like. God damn, I used to want that shit so bad. <laughs> can, I, can I just say, though, anytime like, a young professional comes at me with a flesh tunnel, I'm judging that person. Get that <laughs> shit sewn up. What, Sorry, did you, you say a flesh tunnel? Yeah, you know, like ear stretchers? Oh. Like a, like a solid eight. Oh, yeah. Like, gotcha. Like, and then they Gages. take it. Yeah, yeah, they 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 take that shit out. It looks like a cat's asshole. <laughs> See, yeah, I still want to gauge my ears. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand why people like want to to stretch their flesh like that. It's. Oh, I love the way you say "stretch their flesh." It sounds like fucking yeah. Dracula. Um, Ooh. <laughs> it's just like, it's, I mean, I guess it's probably one of the oldest forms of like body modification because it's, yeah, I guess it started like with, it's like a derivative of like the, the tribal stuff of, mm. of people yeah. that would flesh, stretch their, their flesh like that. Uh, but like, I don't, I just don't understand, I don't understand it. You know, I don't it, have to, but I mean, it's I just, yeah, but it, it has a different like connotation when, it's like the jaded guy fixing your car and he's going bald, but he's also kind of not because he's like holding onto that fringe. And there comes to a point where you go, you go like, dude, you got to let it go. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Let the hair yeah. fall out, get the ear back as uh, nature intended. Right. And that's not to say that I don't uh, give Ginger my full blessing. If you want to gauge it up, then that's up to you. That's cool. In fact, like you could get away with it, but I I think there's a like a subsect of like aging uh, scenesters out there. Yeah, where it it looks awkward as fuck, and I'm like, just take that shit out now. Well, and I, I wouldn't go crazy. Like I I wouldn't go nearly as as big as some of the people that I know who have gauges. Right. It definitely, once it gets to a point, uh, 
I really don't understand because I like I don't understand the people that wear like the hoopy earling earrings because mm-hmm. I was just like that's gonna get caught on something that's gonna get caught on something it's gonna be ripped out of your ear don't do and, that and I yeah. enjoy like I want big I I told a, a friend of mine and I actually have a pair now because of her um, that I want a, a big pair of fucking you know I'm gonna take out my earrings and get in a fight in a club hoops and yeah yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I want hoops just so I can hand them to someone when like battle commences. But like, I love, I love big earrings. I love long, dangly earrings. But I also like little stud earrings and stuff. But like, I don't get to wear earrings as much because I'm always wearing headphones. Right. Okay. But like, I the shit that women. That women fucking go through for like, okay, so this is a nice, really elegant pair of earrings. Yes, I'm allergic to the metal, but they were a gift, so I have to wear them. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, shit is shit is crazy, man. Like, I I do or like women with crazy long fingernails. How? Like fucking how? I I can't fucking do it, man. Like. Have you have you seen those uh, guys uh, that have the long fingernails that are playing the guitar? Yes, yeah, like they're uh, just rocking it, they smacking it, <laughs> everything. <laughs> if they're licking the sides of it, it's all making noise. <laughs> it's a living organism, my friend. It is. Uh, yeah, I my guitar teacher. Uh, I only went for two lessons with him. Uh, for just this reason, he didn't cut the fingernails on his right hand, but he did on his left, so he could fret yeah. with the left and pick with the right. And yeah. I, whoa, dude, insane! Uh, just buy a guitar pick. Yeah, at home. it's okay. It's and, and like the thing is, like Dolly Parton always played guitar with long fingernails. Or and she was able to do it with plucking and stuff, but that's also playing like acoustic because Dolly doesn't, you know, fucking wail on an electric guitar with a giant pedal board in front of her. Right. (laughs) That would be awesome, though. I'd love to see that. Oh my god! So fucking great. Imagine that, like uh, islands in the stream. <laughs> this is what you are. And she's like, Welcome to Dollywood. <laughs> Hello, Welcome Dollywood, y'all. Welcome Dollywood, y'all. Let me fucking know y'all. <laughs> she has fucking crazy long fingernails for, for playing guitar. I, I can't. Holy shit. Good for back scratches, though. I mean, Mm. I had an ex-boyfriend that would literally take me to get my nails done so that I could scratch his back. uh, That's fair. Back Uh, in my days of of biting my fingernails all the time. Okay. Right. What's he, Jeffrey Dahmer? No. What the fuck? Uh, uh, (laughs) I want to come back to my apartment and uh, scratch my back. For fifty dollars? No, 
No, it was like, hey, you want to get your nails done? Oh, those look nice. Hey, you mind scratching my back real quick? Like, not creepy. I don't know why you went creepy with it. I, I think it's a creepy request. <laughs> I think it's a creepy request. Like, oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, he's getting that sweet HJ, and then he gets the involuntary circumcision. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. What? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> that was really, uh, that was not cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the involuntary circumcision. Involuntary. Uh, uh, he's getting that sweet HJ. He's like, I'm, uh, I'm going to complete. And there, there it is. Like, fucking damn manicure right down the vein. Uh, no. 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 <laughs> Oh, at all. All the no's. Just all of them at once. Yeah, no, no, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm also, like, really ashamed that I use the term HGA, which just makes me look like I'm some kind of porn addict. I'm not. <laughs> I, okay, we'll yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> awkward silence. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. fine. Okay. That's, it's fine. Uh... So, if if people hadn't uh, put two and two together at this point, I'm going to circle back around to part of the intro. <laughs> Tin Man and I know each other because of lava. Who? Smartass. <laughs> See, you could, you could tell that they're fucking friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know this person. La- uh, lava? Lava monster, uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that guy, that guy. That uh, guy, yeah. <laughs> lava uh cuz I can't remember how I came across lava way back in the day, but somehow like lava the the whole uh me getting to know lava and then uh interacting with Tin Man and then I'm like, well, uh this is this is fantastic. There's some great people in this group. And then I've just been like creepily just sitting quietly in your chat while you play games. Uh or <laughs> like I like the, I like the wizards just sit there and watch. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. It's like holy shit, there's two of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yo, uh, I'm I'm quite happy for there to be two of that fucking setup. Lava's a stand-up guy. And yeah. it, yo, Tim, man, we haven't had the most interaction, but that association makes you all right in my book. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that's I'm cool by association. Fuck yeah. Well, that's I because we were talking about you know potential guests for the for the pod, and I was like. No, nah, this motherfucker would be down. <laughs> <laughs> and then, 100%. I, then I was like, oh, son of a bitch. I keep forgetting to message him. Uh, hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember it was like months, months ago that you had like sent me a message about, uh, I've got an idea of something that I'd like to run by you. And then uh, nothing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was just like months later. I'm like, well, I guess they they thought about it. Whatever it was, they decided not to go with it. 
<laughs> I, yeah, I'm fucking so bad at like, hey, I have this idea for this thing. Let's let's do this thing, and then like shitting the bed and actually doing it. <laughs> and if I were in ch- in charge of the guests, I mean, we would have King Charles the Third. All right, all right, all right. Every I week, because we all know each other, the British. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> oh yes, I, I go fox hunting with the lad. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh fuck. I so my job this week has been has been filming, like I mentioned earlier. And it's wake up at 7 a.m. Get out of bed, get ready, and go to my boss's apartment, set up to film, and it's do all these things, do all the set stuff, set, setting things up, boop, 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 and then hit record, and then I sit there for 30 minutes, and then get up, do a few things, sit for another 30 minutes, but the entire time, I'm watching three different cameras, watching her audio, like, <laughs> I'm doing all of the things, so mentally, I'm exhausted. Physically, I sleep maybe four hours in a night. Oh, and shit. I'm like, so I get on stream and I'm like, hey guys, what's going on? I will fucking destroy you. What did you say to me? I love you. I'm so sorry. I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I tried to bring the same level of stability to my teaching role. Oh, I'm sure it goes over great. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I, funny enough, I had someone uh, tell me that it's like being taught by Doctor Who. Which I'll take. I'll oh, take hey. uh, Which Doctor Who? Yeah, well, that was my first question. Were, I don't know. The whole fucking lot of them, mate. <laughs> uh, I think. I think it's that 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 sense of colourful whim- whimsy. Right. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> Doctor Who. Here's my screwdriver. Yeah. <laughs> there is indeed value in the human race. Really? Like, I'd like to. I'd like to know where the fuck it is. You think you? You think you've got it lit, do you, Daleks? Well, look at this. It's the human race, and they're gonna. They're coming for you. And that's it. End of episode. What, what a motivational yeah. line. Like, right. Yeah. That's something you can bring in into, like, today, today. Yeah. Oh. That's it, Daleks. That's what I do. You know, that, maybe that's why they weren't, the class wasn't being quiet. And I was like, that's it, Daleks. Look behind me. That's the human race. So it looks like a, uh, a PowerPoint slide on Oliver Twist. I'm like, no. <laughs> that's the human race you're looking at, mate. <laughs> and they're coming, and they're resilient as well. And then you, you you go to like the work drinks after, and everyone's saying how they can't cope with their day. I'm like, where the fuck is that? Anyway, too real. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> That's I. Uh... So, oh fuck, Doctor Who apparently has been. Uh big in the pop culture sphere because shit's been going on with Doctor Who and I'm like I don't know I stopped watching halfway through Doctor the Matt Smith's Doctor I don't know what the fuck is going on anymore I'm just going to be over here going mm. hey have fun be sad 
Yeah, that was I'm the like, last one I saw was Matt Smith. He yeah. was uh, his got very like conspiracy dark kind of thing. There was a lot of overlap with yeah. with that character. In the end, I liked it, yeah. but like yeah, definitely okay. halfway through confusion. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, Matt Smith is apparently like a huge party guy, which I find really interesting because he seems so softly spoken and so well mannered. But uh, funny enough, I saw an interview with Liam Gallagher, the singer of Oasis, and he said uh, he he got asked the question, who's the hardest uh, partier that you can think of, basically, because he's well known. His drug use is well documented. Um, His fornication and debauchery, well documented. he said Matt Smith, and I find that so hard to believe. Seems like such a lovely boy. Right. I mean, that's... Those are the quiet ones. Yeah, exactly. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth, Tim, man? <laughs> Ain't that the fucking truth, buddy? <laughs> he, uh, but, I mean, it's it's the quiet ones, it's the real soft-spoken ones, it's the ones that aren't, like in your fucking face about it that party the hardest Mm. like from and i know you can probably relate to this druid but like every time i would go to a fucking show at like a shitty little venue it was the quiet like drummer or the quiet bassist or the the rhythm guitarist who were just like oh really you've got some cocaine and some marijuana and we're just gonna be snorting stuff and drinking stuff and smoking things i'm fucking in (laughs) Uh, i I just uh i hear that and i hear the strangest interpretation of the lyrics of kid rock's seminal hit all summer long Uh, (laughs) we were snorting funny things i mean Kind of funny things. I mean, some human man. horn. You're snorting some human horn. No. <laughs> Keith, Keith Richards snorted his dad's ashes. Oh. Wow. Oh. He's trying to absorb the years of knowledge. <laughs> yeah. 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 And like, I, I need I, this experience now, not later. I, could, I, I only hope my, my son will do the same. Right. For that druid knowledge. <laughs> so I put in the resources section, uh, I saw this uh, in a YouTube video earlier today. Someone, uh, or there's a, a prop store that sells props and stuff. And one of them is a business card display of a biz- of the five business cards from that scene in American Psycho. The starting bid for it and it's a it's a full display is 3000. Oh. oh my god. Oh. Estimate value of 6 to 8000. Current absentee That's- bid oh. is 6500 pounds. I mean, that's fucking wild. I mean, like, if we're going to do a quick convert, that's almost eight grand in your yeah. money. Yeah. Uh, the This website that I just sent you guys is fucking insane. Memorabilia, movie posters, prop pieces, set pieces. Uh, like, 
entertainment memorabilia live there's a live auction and they're auctioning off like the hoverboards from back to the future like the original oh yeah yeah that's so cool star so trek discovery the... nobody's gonna want anything nobody yeah. nobody wants that nah. <laughs> um uh that leads me on to an interesting if you could buy one piece of movie memorabilia money's no object what would it be Ooh, I don't know. I think it would have to be the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Yeah, that's fucking, yeah. Because I definitely would want to cruise down the road with that. I, yeah. A little flex could pass it over my shoulder. That's, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, solid choice. Um, there's, um, I was listening to an album a few weeks ago. Um, it's got Harmar Superstar on it, and it's all about the inventor of the DeLorean. Interesting uh, aside there oh. uh, about how much cocaine and hanging out, <laughs> hanging out with Michael Douglas. He did, which I just fucking love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like a song, and the chorus is like, "I see my reflection in Michael Douglas's mirrored sunglasses." I thought that's just a fantastic chorus. Happy to share it with you both today. Oh my god. (gasps) One one movie prop, Ginger. What would you what would you buy? I would uh I would buy the door from the Titanic. Oh Uh, god. Oh, you just (laughs) float float (laughs) into live. Just throw it out on the pool. Yeah, yeah. Fucking dead boyfriend, not included. I was gonna say we uh, would fucking we we'd float. Uh, I know it would float. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the link I just sent uh, has a very special callback for Druid and I. The <gasps> from oh god, dusk till dawn. Sex machines, cod piece revolver. There, it it didn't sell, but it's estimated to be worth ten to fifteen thousand USD. Wow. Holy I mean, I can understand why. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, With my long nails, I'd really have to be really careful <laughs> around that. But they have <laughs> stuff from Harry Potter, Home Alone, I'm Hunger Games. I mean, anything and everything. Hook. I am legend. Oh. Like, this site has, I mean, uh, Indiana Jones stuff. I'm anything and everything. They have so many. Uh, it's just all props and memorabilia. Like, and it all sells for insane amounts of money. Yeah, and if you yeah. worked at the studio, come on, you're not selling that, really. You don't give a fuck. Yeah, there, there was um, uh one of the motorcycles from the early Power Rangers. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, now I think of it, uh, my prop would be the fucking 1960s Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yo, that's a fucking slick car, man. Yeah. Yeah. The, like, the wings and the taillights. Awesome. Yes. Pretend I know anything about cars. 
probably make that. I think I've seen a YouTube video of somebody like actually, they took all that foam stuff and they shaped it and colored it and one, and they just like remade the car. Right? You could definitely remake the car a lot easier than you could just buy it. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I want seven Batmobiles, please. We've what? told you, Elon, this is a Best Buy. Go home. <laughs> right. <laughs> Elon's fucking crazy as shit. Well, they even have like the costumes. Like Keanu Reeves jacket and shirt from Speed. Uh, oh my god! Mary oh, Jane's yeah. outfit. Uh, let's see. I definitely wouldn't fit in a Michael Keaton Batman <laughs> costume. I know that. Right? Is he? Is he like a a small dude or a big dude? Oh, he's very small. A <sighs> Batman, though. Yeah, he's the tiniest Batman. I think to date. <laughs> really? That'd be such a good like kids book, like first readers, uh, the littlest Batman. No. It's like uh, Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone's a very kind of tiny man. Yeah, I, I saw his handprints outside of Planet Hollywood. Yeah. And I remember placing my hands inside them or trying to, thinking like, this guy can punch his way out of a box of Doritos, man. <laughs> <laughs> have to yeah, gnaw on them like mm, mm, uh, delicious mm. Adrian Adrian uh, Adrian cool, uh, cool Ranch is my favorite food. <laughs> bag of, this bag of chips is like it's so huge Adrian am I right <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's yeah. very good <laughs> Uh, um, we know he's a listener, so I'm sorry, Sylvester. Nah. He's, uh, second favorite, Sylvester. Sucker and suckatash. Why does Sylvester's? Why does Sylvester's always have like di- difficulties with speech in uh, oh. pop culture? I have <laughs> no idea. Like, like, what's that all about? Because uh, the irony of it is, is that Sylvester is the hardest fucking name to pronounce when you've got a speech impediment. Oh, Sylvester, and he's like Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> but you could call me Sly. There There's just too many S's for people yeah, named Sylvester. Sylvester, yeah. Stallone. They throw in a Y and I think a V, and then Sylvester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. like it's like running it through the garden of the alphabet. Just grabbing a little bit of every letter. Yeah, it's like the Welsh language. It's like, where, where the fuck are the vowels? I'm going to take uh, some... Uh, I'm going to take some very commonly used letters, and then the rest of the letters that are never used, I'm going to put them in the garbage disposal and see what spits out. Right. Sylvester. Sylvester. It's not how you're born, it's what you do with it, okay? Well, and I think of, like, so I'm uh, really heavily debating taking up boxing. And I can't think about boxing (laughs) without that voice just rolling around in my head. Of course. Of course not. Yeah, that's when when you take up boxing. I want you to just imagine me in this podcast recording, just next to you, going like, 
Well, it's the, you gotta take the rough with the smooth, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Eye of the Tiger playing in the background. Yeah, yeah, it's oh. just some like, yeah, some 80s hits playing in the background. And, like, I have to say, that's a very slap song, you know. Oh, man. Uh, what? What's the one on Rocky for? It's like, there's no easy way out. Uh... It's surely called There's No Easy Way Out. No Easy Way Out. I'm, I'm yeah, say yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's actually a great scene. Rocky gets into a fight with Adrian and then uh, goes into his sports car and drives through the night in a pensive manner, thinking, like, I w- I'm not sure of the decisions I've made up to this point. And uh, <laughs> does some soul searching and then he leaves in and he goes, I'm going to box again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's Rocky Ford. Spoiler, spoiler warning. Oh, son of a bitch! God Christ. damn it! Yeah. Now I'm. Rocky Ford has a boxing scene in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's it? Uh, the best bit? Uh, if she, if he dies, he dies. Yeah, it's a great Rough bit of uh, Cold War propaganda. Oh, definitely, definitely. You know, like when. Apollo Creed has the first fight with Ivan Drago and James Brown does living in America. I don't remember that. I'd give anything to be on blow and be in that room. (laughs) (laughs) Another great one was uh, the best. I'm the best around or you're the best around. Oh, yeah. You're the karate kid. Yes, Uh... yes, yes, yes. Sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. Yeah, over here we're still like, sweep the chimneys, Gavna. <laughs> <laughs> still a bit of Mary Poppins going on over there, huh? Oh, well, yeah, we can't shake it. It's part yeah. of the national identity. Ever since Brexit, yeah. we're uh, fucking always having to sweep chimneys now to get through the cold, hard winters. So that's fine. Um... <laughs> Who... So there's some actor, I, I, I don't think it's Sylvester Stallone, but there's some actor from that same era that's in that same like group of Sylvester Stallone and all them who works at a police department now. Steven Seagal. It's Steven yeah. Seagal, yes. He's a sheriff. Yeah. Um, which, have you seen all of his recent cinematic output. No. Oh my God. It is so fucking bad. It's just, it's great. He's in these like, like fucking Korean B movies now. And they're like, like, so he, he, he basically stars in anti-American propaganda films regularly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the weirdest thing he's in, like, shitty B movies like constantly but he thinks he's like the biggest star in Hollywood right still so he delivers it with this like unwarranted sincerity that makes his films imminently watchable to me sounds great oh uh, it's so good apparently he's in uh, he's been doing uh, music as well oh don't Wow. He was listed as a musician in Google. 
Um, one movie under his belt that did well, and that was Under Siege. You know, the one that's uh, the cruise ship one. Uh-huh. One movie yeah. under his belt, and he thinks he can dine out on that for the rest of his life. He, uh... Do these... Some of these movies are fucking ridiculous. Like... Oh my god, Under Siege 2. I forgot that they made a <laughs> sequel. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, why bother? Like, I think St- Steven Seagal is surely at the bottom of the pile of all of those guys. Like, even under, like, Jean-Claude Van Damme, right? Yeah. Who was in that fucking wonderfully awful Street Fighter movie? <laughs> yes. That's so actually, old... I kind of like that movie. Yeah, yeah. Especially for what's uh, best what's part of the name? movie is when. So it's Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, but the guy that played uh, the bad guy. Oh, Raoul Julia. Yeah, Raoul Julia. The whole reason he did that role was for his kid. For his kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was his last role. It was. Yeah, he, he was dying of uh, yeah. cancer, I think, at the time. I think uh, I think he knew, or maybe he didn't know at yeah, the time. Yeah, I think he knew that would be his last role. But there, there's something amazing about the fact that um, Jean-Claude Van Damme is playing all-American army hero uh, Guile. And he's right. like, uh, <laughs> such a thick Brussels accent. Yeah. And then, <laughs> who else is in that movie? Uh, Kylie Minogue? Oh, my God. Plays uh, Cammy in that movie. I haven't heard that name in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm spinning around. Cammy was always my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Not not creepy at all. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Cammy. Uh, and this is where Tin Man starts his villain arc. Got it. Uh. Uh, we already know he prefers the villains. Affair. Yeah, I do prefer the villains. Where he turns out that he is one. Yeah. A villain. Firstly, a villains make a movie. Like if you have a bad villain, mm-hmm. you're oh, gonna yeah. have a bad movie. Well, yeah, it, that's true. And it's well documented that I like realistic endings to things. So I like it. I do like it when the uh, when the villain wins or when just shit doesn't go the hero's way or it ends in this really sad way. I fucking love it, man. Yeah. So it's I a mean, nice change because you get so many just berated with so many happy ending stuff. Yeah. Like it's nice to, to get kind of a break from it. Yeah, yeah that's true. To actually be surprised. Like, well, everything's going to be okay. It's going to be a happy ending because that's how it always happens. And then you're like, <laughs> what? They're dead? They got killed? Yeah, yeah. I think this is probably why people are, like fucking love Dharma so much. Uh, yeah. Mm. Well, and the thing, too, is like with, or I love um, shattering someone's happy ending with the reality of what happens after something like horrible happens, but it's like the climactic ending to a movie and the hero still wins, but it's like, you realize that that hero's family is now dead, right? And they have to deal with the aftermath of that alone. And they've just this killed 
thousands of people. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is why Infinity War is probably the best Marvel yes. movie. Yes. Yes. Dude, because they handle the the fallout of okay, so Thanos won. He snapped. Yeah. Half of the yeah. world is gone. And they I think one of the best things that Marvel did was go, all right, so these people are fucked up. And this is reality after the fact. And yeah, yeah. like I appreciate that it wasn't just like fucking roses and candy and you know, Johnny sitting down in front of the TV because, you know, Johnny's still there. <laughs> Although yeah. I will I will say they were a little bit too well adjusted. I like, mean my high my high school girlfriend is now five years older than me and dating a freshman. I mean uh, as someone who's watching children, right, you know, I mean you understand when I say this, dealing with children post pandemic like okay yeah no shit's just fucking weird like yeah like i'm gonna just fucking (laughs) i'm gonna roll with the punches and see what happens (laughs) i love that correlation like we all got snapped honestly a bit during the pandemic yeah no amount of south park specials can do nothing about that (laughs) it's true nope not happening yeah, different like the the Infinity Wars one, and what was cool was there was some actually good things happening as well because they was talking about like there was whales, you know, coming into like the Hudson or something. Somebody had commented about in in the thing. I was like, that's that's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, it took half half the world to die for this great thing to happen, but you know, still, I yeah. mean, like like the Earth was was healing itself. Yeah, you know, yeah. was the <laughs> undertone. That that's what they say. The you know the pandemic. Oh, the the world is healing. So now let's continue using fossil fuels. Right. Yeah. Take on the space heater. <laughs> Dude, it it's just one of those things. Like, because uh, I I talk to people about this every once in a while. Like you know, well, what would happen? Because I, I have a lot of friends who are joking me like jokingly like, "Hey, so uh, I'm gonna tap you when the end of the world comes because." <laughs> oh yeah, ooh, ooh. You're, you're tap comfy. me. <laughs> oh, oh shit, dude. <laughs> oh shit, dude. Uh, but like it's it's the the like I have experience shooting guns and. I used to go camping a lot. Like, I'm not, like, completely helpless. But, like, mm. the fucking world just truly shuts down. Come on. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> uh, anyone enough- do- if the world shuts down, the people doing a podcast are the first to go. Uh, I don't know about all that, but. <laughs> We're the first to go. We, we you know, come on, man. We I mean, need sponsorship. We need sponsorships and raw deals to just get through the day. <laughs> all that's when all that's gone. When all that money and adulation is behind me, I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> I'm no longer culpable for my actions, Pilgrim. 
I forgot that there was a, a list of um podcast guests up and you'll never guess a name that's on the fucking list for an upcoming episode. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. That's really interesting. What does it sound like on DMT? Poor Sylvester. His his best movie, Demolition Man. In my opinion, I fucking love that movie. I mean, it was a good movie, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. The when three ta- seashells. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah Iconic. Uh, Taco Bell has taken over the entire uh, dining industry. Yeah. They're a, what a fine cuisine restaurant now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Five uh, stars. Yeah, yeah. I only got the shits twice. Yeah. Sure. I only got the shits twice. Uh. Um, I liked. I liked. Uh, what was it? Daylight. I thought daylight was daylight, pretty not, good. Not mode. Not oh yeah, it's like uh, an accident. There's a flood of some kind, or it's an earthquake. An earthquake happens and collapses a tunnel in New York, and a bunch of people driving through the tunnel get killed, and the survivors are trapped in a little section. So he has oh, to go gosh. in to uh, to extract them to get them out of there. I am gonna put. I'll put that on my watch list. Maybe not as good as Demolition Man, but I think it's definitely one of his his good movies. Yeah, um, I I do like Rocky. The whole franchise, even when it's at its worst, right? Because the pacing of the Rocky films is such that it makes you feel away by the time it's over, regardless of how shit it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I do like Rambo, but eh, I was never a big fan of Rambo personally. Like, I never really got into it. I, I... yeah, I I liked Rambo too, just because it reminded me of Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, mm. kind of had the had the look, the bandana yeah. and everything. Yeah, and even went like the the torture sequence and. Uh, there's a lot of strange parallels there for me. Yeah. I can see that. Snake! <laughs> snake! I oh, need... fuck me. I love Metal Gear Solid. I was going to say, yeah, that's one like series. series. I haven't actually played a whole lot. I don't think I've ever really? actually played. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah you should no, check it a... out. Yeah, I mean, yo, we're so far out, like, after the fact that those events at Shadow Moses might just make you feel away. <laughs> That's so, true. It probably hit different today than it did at the time. <laughs> yo, uh, I was making the point just the other day. Metal Gear Solid 2 rings more true today than it did when it was released. Yeah. It was, it was one of my least favorite, though. Those, it's, I still yeah. liked it, but it was my least favorite. There's, there's a whole, like, philosophical and... Uh, academic discussion around Metal Gear Solid 2 that uh, is has prompted about a million long-form YouTubers to talk about it and has made me reconsider what the game represents. Yeah. And it's actually a lot 
it's actually just a really it is it as a game it's too smart for you to enjoy it on the level of it just as a game but as a piece of media it transcends something fucking wild yeah oh yeah yeah i could see that I, like if you yeah, it, uh, and lest we forget, it mentions memes and was released in 2001. Mm-hmm. The central theme of uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 is memes. Mm-hmm. Because it's... the first one's about jeans, the second one's about memes. <laughs> <sighs> it's, uh, it's, Metal Gear Solid was was one of those series that like early 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 on um when I was not watching like when I was just watching or just acknowledging certain video games to be a thing like that was very much a thing for me but I didn't play I didn't have the option to play these games and so I right. only ever saw a playthrough when they were doing all the re-releases of the old game consoles where they had chalked, like b- dumped a bunch of games into them. Right. Uh, that was the only time. And I watched someone, a big YouTuber do a playthrough and that was it. I haven't touched, played, seen nothing really anything to do with metal gear solid as a franchise. And I should, I really should. Cause I think I'd like them. Yeah, I think that uh, I think if you like kind of stealth games, shooter games, mm. I can't actually thinking about it now. It sounds a little bit like uh, was it Dead by Daylight? It's a little bit like that because you're you're avoiding. It's an avoidance game. Well, I feel like oh. it's a lot more like I think it it falls very much into that style of Resident Evil that I enjoy. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, so I feel like I would really enjoy it. I just have to sit down and and fucking play it. Yeah, yeah. No, I I would probably like. There's a couple different versions of the first one Mm because they've got like the original, and then they did a re remake of it. uh, The uh, the, the game, the GameCube one. Yeah, the GameCube one. Yeah, to put in like more modern kind of gaming stuff with it. And like the, the original one is really good, but I think that the uh, the remake of it, I think, would be the one I would recommend because it has got that modern gaming aspect to it, and it doesn't really step really far away from the original one. It stays pretty true to it. I, I think it was a really good remake. A hundred percent with that, and just uh, the ability to go into first person shooting mode, which oh, you don't yes. have in the original. Yeah, that makes such a big difference to the gameplay. It, it really did. Because if you think of the shooting mechanics in the original, they're so they're they're like so basic. They're from the era of gaming, like before. It's like playing on a fucking Genesis or something. Yeah, just I mean, like, it was Resident Evil, like original Resident Evil. Yeah. So it's yeah. just like you you aim straight, you look up, you look straight down. You know, that was your only options to yeah. to shoot. Yeah, and you've got that control system. That becomes so difficult in your kind of language set as a modern gamer mm-hmm. that you look back on the gameplay of certain games like that and you go, 
Well, modern gaming has just made this unplayable to me right now. <laughs> I that was something that I was bitching about playing the remake of Resident Evil, the original. I still haven't. Oh, yeah. Or I think I finished the original Resident Evil uh, remake. Uh, I only did the one storyline. I did the Chris Redfield storyline, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, but the original Resident Evil with the fixed camera angles in each room is so like alien <sighs> to us now. And it's, it was very difficult for me to, to navigate. Like I kept getting frustrated and like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I had to like stop a couple of times. Cause I was so just like frustrated. <laughs> uh, right. But the, the best dialogue there is to offer, um, what's it like? Uh, Blood. It's human blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was... Resident Evil is definitely a game that's evolved from its original, like, like originally it was zombies. You know, they, they were just zombies. And, and now in the modern age of Resident Evil, it's evolved into their bioweapons. So they're not actually zombies anymore. Right. And, and with the originals, it was much more of a kind of a suspense or survival like i don't even know if i would call it a shooter because there was shooting in it but yeah. like at that time they didn't really have the ability to do a lot of shooters right uh so it was definitely more of a, a suspense game and had a complete kind of different separate vibe to it mm. whereas like the remakes of today like i played resident evil 2 the remake and 3 and they're more kind of I don't think they know exactly which one that they wanted to do. They wanted to do shooter, but then they tried to keep it suspenseful as, as well. So like the modern Resident Evil for me, it starts out suspenseful and then just slowly develops into just a flat out shooter. Yeah. Because the time you get to the end yeah. boss, you're just like shooting things left and right. Boom, 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 boom. Even the boss battles and whatnot, it's, it's not uh, like scary, suspenseful. It's just shoot and kill them. You'll find the weak spot, find the little glowy part, shoot it, and move on. Yeah. So, I I like the original mode, you know, the the suspense part. I like it the best. Mm-hmm. I don't much care for the shooter part, because I don't think the mechanics of the games really do well with, with the shooter. Yeah. Uh, like, like Resident Evil 7 really loved the first half of the game. It was great. But then once you get to the part of the, where it's transitioned into a, an outright shooter, like the shooter mechanics isn't super great, so it's kind of like playing a, a bad shooter. Where, right. Where you're having trouble moving around and navigating. Because you're not able to do like the, the jump and the slide that you're used to doing with shooters, but it's definitely got kind of that feel because there's just bad guys popping out of every door. Mm-hmm. But you still got the low ammo count. Right. And it's just, I don't know, it's, I find it a, the later halves of the modern Resident Evil's a bit annoying. Personally. Fair comment. Yeah. This is I, why, you know, the Silent Hill game that Hideo Kojima oh, was yeah, going to yeah, do Silent. looked so good because it was like, you know, horror and terror are two different things. Mm-hmm. And horror is mm-hmm. like slow creeping, like dread, and terror is like in your face like blood curdling shit and yeah. horror is so much scarier than terror just that feeling of unease mm-hmm. 
And I... yeah, I lament that game not going forward actually, because that looked like it had that kind of suspense down to such a well crafted art in yeah. a way that games just don't do. And it's well, such a good it's such a good medium to do that. I I know the game you're talking about it. It didn't get it didn't get made, but I think a lot of it's ended up going into a game called Visage. Yep, right. Because it's got a lot of the same kind of mechanics and whatnot. And I played that game. It was really great. It was a really great horror game. That is, um, that game made the rounds a, a big deal, a bit a bunch. Uh, Recently, actually, it hit a big resurgence on Twitch. Um, yeah, but, I think I played it about about that time when it was popping around. I was like, "Oh, what is this game?" And it, it hit my radar, and it was it was a wonderful horror game. I highly highly recommend it. I'd like to find a, a way to play ET, which was the it was the demo. Because um, yeah. I know there are people who can still who've like found it and are able to play it, but I don't know where where people are finding it. Right. Because I'd really because it was it was that one of those games that you went through um uh, basically a loop and details changed every time. And yeah. it, it was Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Like that's a good good combination right there. Well, and yeah, right. Kojima and del Toro both did Death Stranding, which right. I want to play. And I understand that so many people call it, you know, just a walking simulator, but. That game is fucking beautiful. The motion capture and the messaging behind it and the music and everything. I thought it was a great fucking game. I, yeah, it looks, I never got to play it yet. I do want to try it. I but tried, it, looked, it looked beautiful. I tried it. Now, and I'm someone that likes unorthodox kind of left field games more than Formula 8 ones. It's, it's hard going. Like, it's not an easy game to play. Mm-hmm. And I wish I'd played it a bit more because I didn't get that reward out of it. And that's out of, like, six hours. Yeah. So here's the thing, like, I wanted a quicker reward from it than I got. Mm-hmm. Which I think is, like, a fair enough. Six hours is a long time. Yeah. It's it's uh, one of those. I, I also feel like a charlatan saying I don't like it because it almost you feel like you have to like it. With yeah. any kind of, I think any kind of Kojima game, yeah, there has to be a lot of commitment on your part because they they make some very odd, storied, you know, very kind of mm. symbolistic kind of games. In my opinion, like it's not going to be a straightforward story, right? If you're involved, yeah. it's going to be very a twisted path that you may even miss large swaths of understanding with it. Here's the thing, though: it's like I wanted more of the story, 
and less of the gameplay. Yeah. Because oh. the gameplay um, ha- had a tendency to be a little frustrating, especially right. when you're like, I've got to traverse this. Uh, and I was loving the story and the presentation and so much of it. And that was the issue. And and I'm someone that can enjoy like kind of those barriers normally. But there was a there was a thing with Death Stranding where it was like I feel there's a, a piece of the gameplay puzzle that I'm not getting. Mm-hmm. Um which I wish I'd enjoyed more, but I don't. <laughs> it's yeah. it, it's right. one of those things. And and you know it, it, it's just so, like I can tell if if maybe I'd put in a couple more hours, it would have been my jam, hundred percent. But it was just outside the comfort zone where I was like, I'm not getting enough reward for the kind of work I'm putting in consistently yeah. on this game. Right, I get that. Like, and that's not to put anyone off because I think so many people got so much from it. I think because Death Stranding came out right before the pandemic. And I don't think there could have been a better time for a game like Death Stranding to come out because you have so much back and forth, so much quiet time, so much just struggling with mechanics or whatever. You have so much of that time, especially going into the pandemic. Like, Mm. just the... Because there's so much... It's such a beautiful fucking game. I... I was put off slightly by the uh, the Monster Energy drink branding. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Like, uh, so to li- you can literally re- like regain health and stamina by drinking a Monster Energy drink and listening to Bring Me the Horizon. Right. And I was like, okay, this is getting a little bit fucking. Uh, oh no! I feel like the any time that the character went into those little rooms. Mm-hmm. It was a rest. Like it was just like a huge advertising pot. Like it was just everything in there yeah. felt cringy. They, I think was, they had then, to some of it. Yeah, and it's Probably. a left field. It's a left field title with lots to explore that I haven't explored. So my review of it isn't very true. But uh, there's so many games that I've played with difficult points of entry that I've got a lot from much quicker mm-hmm. so I don't know for, for what my take counts and I realise my gaming takes me nothing to anyone in the community <laughs> um, but yeah I find it I, I find it a difficult one and I really love everything else I even like Metal Gear Solid 5 man. in all of its uh... In all of its unfinished glory, the gameplay on that fucking thing was uh, really good. I I haven't played five, personally. Uh, I played all the way up to three, and that's as far as I got on Metal Gear. Three, but I mean, I've, I've never played four. And oh, yeah. See, I heard that that was like a titular game. If I remember correctly, that was like a titular game in the series. Like that drove gaming farther forward and blah 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 well it's quite well known that four is a stinker for me three is like maybe a bit of a pinnacle i think 
Metal Gear Solid 3 is fucking amazing. Yeah, it was. Um, Maybe yeah, the- I'm thinking of it as a turning point, but just not in the way that, like, that it was. I remember it had a lot of press and a lot of talk. Um, what? Maybe one of my favorite YouTube videos is this guy, uh, Stake Bentley, does a four-hour review about why Metal Gear Solid 4 sucks, and he's totally right in every instance. (laughs) (laughs) 3 was was great, and I think it did introduce a lot of new things, at least for the series. Because you had, like, you were outside, for one, and that was completely new, because usually you were, like, in an urban combat setting. You know, hiding in lockers or stuff, hiding under a cardboard box, was completely common. Because there were cardboard yeah. boxes everywhere too. Um, <laughs> and just, uh, just a box. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a moving box with legs. Ignore it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but you had like camouflage. You could hide in certain areas. Mm. You know, with that had like foliage. But not only that, but you had to have the right camouflage on you wearing it to blend in with it and that was that was yeah, big yeah it was so mm. good and uh even like just bits where you can have fun like where you dressed as um what was it agent rykov man you could just go with a mask yeah uh, that looked like uh like the commander of this base and you could punch people in the balls <laughs> yep <laughs> yep that was funny I spent hours at my friend's house just like having fun with Metal Gear Solid games because they were just underneath all the complexity, they were just fun. Yeah. Yeah. Something I didn't get from Death Stranding, but that's okay. Well, so I was looking, I forgot that Troy Baker was in Death Stranding and. Troy Baker is a phenomenal voice actor. He's in, he plays Joel in the last of us franchise. He plays, um, uh, Oh fuck. What's his name in uncharted? Not, uh, Nathan Drake. So was he Nathan Drake or was he? Nah, I don't know. I've never played. No, Nathan Fillion was the main character in. No, Nolan North was. Hold on, I've <laughs> I've got Google. And welcome to your podcast. So we don't know anything. No, I'm pretty sure Nathan Fillion was was something to do with Uncharted. So they wanted him to play in a live action. I think is what it was. Oh, okay. Main series, but I don't care. I want characters. Nolan North uh, plays Nathan Drake. And in the fourth one, there uh, Troy Baker plays the the like the brother or something. Um, but Troy Baker and uh, there's another video game who's now doing like the motion capture stuff. He was in Resident Evil 8, actually. Uh, the guy who played Heisenberg. Um, I love him. Uh, I really enjoy his... Uh, helps if I fucking spell Resident, right? 
Holy fuck. Come on, Google. Because you're hey. autocorrect. Uh, okay, Google. Search for Eva. So Neil Newbon and Troy Baker. Uh, I absolutely fucking adore them. They're great voice actors. Um, and Neil Newbon also was Nikolai in Resident Evil Three. He was a vo- okay. he voiced Heisenberg in Eight. He did Troy Become Human. Like they're both great voice actors, and now that they're doing motion capture for all of these fucking games now, like they're using the actor's actual likeness, which is super fucking cool. Like right. Troy Baker in uh in uh Death Stranding, just phenomenal. Like I have huge respect for voice actors because they have there's watching a voice actor who's really good at what they do they move and they like you get the motion and the movement behind the voice because they're actually doing motions and movements in the recording booth but then to see these guys actually be able to like actually motion capture their characters i fucking love that shit man like Mm. i'm such a fucking nerd for it and i don't even care (laughs) (laughs) i don't even fucking care man have you seen the the footage of what's his name, uh, Cumberpatch, doing the motion oh, caption yes. for the dragon? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I don't know if I could do that. That's like, me getting up in. in the. That's me getting up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but it's saw you. Oh. Fantastic! He did a great job. It was it was a great sounding voice for the dragon. Mm. I think he did he did a good job. But like actually seeing him doing it, please no. In that fucking like morph suit, it looks like he's on a fucking stag weekend. Yeah. Well, that's there's sometime look up uh, the video of the Rock recording his songs for Moana. Because it's oh, yeah. so funny watching The Rock, the Dwayne Johnson, just fucking up there, like, singing and, like, it's it's just crazy. But watching the voice act, like, watching voice actors, I fucking love it. And, like, uh, watching what their bodies and their faces and stuff do when they're, like, oh, recording, yeah. like, screams and, like, yelling and stuff it's crazy <laughs> i was surprised uh i found out several years ago but like mark hamill is actually a oh. very popular oh. and talented voice his, actor his, i didn't know it was his, him yeah. his work as the joker on the batman animated series is yeah oh yeah perfect he's, he is the joker like i yeah. i remember Hearing that voice, I was like, man, who does that? And eventually, I looked it up, and it said Mark Hamill. I was like, Mark Hamill? Is that a different guy? It's like, I I clicked the thing, and it brought him up, and he's like, that's fucking Luke Skywalker. You go on that IMDb. Skywalker's the Joker, what? (laughs) Mind blown. You go on that IMDb, and he's like, hey, bat. Yeah. 
Well, because he, I want to say he wasn't the, um, or he was the Joker in um, Under the Red Hood, which is one of my favorites. Uh, one of my favorite uh, animated Batman. He's done it so many times. I mean, like, that was the thing when I uh, played the Arkham games, just to see that it was Mark Hamill reprising his role. I fucking yeah. lost my shit. And Kevin Conroy oh, uh, yeah. playing Batman. Excuse me, I was wrong. I... It's the other really good Joker. Uh, John Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> no. No, the other uh the other actor that they have do the Joker's voice in a bunch of the Batman stuff. Uh, I've only really heard the one. So it's not Mark Hamill, it's not my Joker. It's not my <laughs> Joker. Uh yeah, dude. Well, it's not my Joker. That's a good reference. <laughs> uh, what was? Oh fuck. Who was it? Um. Well, that's like I grew up watching. Like I watched uh all of the you know animated shows on like Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon and stuff. And they all had this chick named Tara Strong in them. And oh, yes. yeah. 628 credited works that have oh. been released. She has five upcoming. Like, Fucking I workhorse. grew up listening to her yeah. and not realizing until I got older. And I was like, are you fucking for real? This bitch does all of these different voices. Like. I couldn't fucking do it, man. She's very talented. Oh, I, I like about anything that she's in. Yeah. But any of her characters. <sighs> started her acting career at the age of 13. Holy shit. That's crazy. Yeah, like yeah, voice I mean, actors don't get the, a lot of credit because they don't get their face up there, and you know a lot of people don't read the um, credits. You know, mm -hmm. so I'm, I, I'm guilty of it. I don't do that. <laughs> I read, <laughs> read the credits. I read the credits and stuff, but I also um, like when I finish playing a video game for the very first time, I make sure that the credits roll. Uh, when I'm, uh, and like, just talk throughout the credits rolling of the game. Like, I'm one of those people where I'm like, nope, everybody gets, you know, their recognition. Like, I want to make sure that these people, you know, whether my small fucking community or not gives a shit, those people all worked on that game, I'm gonna give them the props. Right. Because... I'm nice like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Friend of the people. Ginger Snap 67, everyone. <sighs> Starring Tara Strong, Phil oh. Lamar, Troy Baker, and Tom Kenny. Bro, she. <gasps> yes, 
music credits on her IMDb. Just music? Uh, yeah, from uh, everything that forced her to sing when she was, like, uh, stuff that she was in. But had your mom shit. No, 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 no. So, like, um, there's a song in the Powerpuff Girls, uh, or like there, like anytime the girls sing, Rugrats go wild. She had to sing like her character's part. Fairly Odd Parents. Like anytime that there was a song that their character had to sing, I'm assuming she fucking sang it. Oh my god, that's, that's nice. fantastic. Sorry, I love IMDb. <laughs> the listeners know this. <laughs> IMDb is my jam. The Wikipedia and IMDb pages that I have pulled up right now. <laughs> 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 oh, well. Uh, do uh, do we want to do a little little gear switching? I'm up for it. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, we have some, uh, we're switching it up to, uh, some guest questions. Uh, so we have, uh, some questions submitted by some listeners and some of our wonderful patrons. Uh, and I'll give, uh, oh, I'll give the first one to, uh, my, my brother, uh, Tim plays bass, uh, top three sandwiches. Ooh. Top three sandwiches. Hmm. Uh, I think for me, one would have to be just your your straight up peanut butter sandwich. You know, Ooh. classic. I like it. I like it. Um. Oh my god! Sandwiches. Uh, I I like, I like sandwiches more when I ate meat. No, mm, not so much. I'm personally a uh, like I love peanut butter and butter sandwiches. Peanut butter and butter. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I have not too, too done different. that one. The butter variants. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. I'll have to it, try this. Would you just put like butter on one slice and butter on the other, slam them together and go to town? So the way that I do it is I do half of a slice of bread with butter and the other half with the peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Because when you're chewing it up, it makes that peanut butter even smoother. Because, you know, fats and oils make everything fucking delicious. Right. Um, so it just smooths that peanut butter out a little bit. And, you know, it just smooths it out just a little bit more and it's uh fucking love it man fold that son of a bitch in half and i would when i lived in michigan i would uh um i would uh make two of those and walk out the door on my way to work yeah i definitely like the sound of that i'm i'm gonna be trying that right after Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going to go do. That's the first thing. 
I don't know. Uh, sandwiches are kind of just like a random thing. You kind of just like throw different things together to see what you like. Like, uh, you know, past- you throw some pastrami or, you know, a big pepperoni, some ham, chicken, turkey, you know, mm-hmm. mayonnaise, you know, like the big meaty, big meaty sandwich. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I can't comment on that anymore. Um, yeah. Druid doesn't eat meat anymore. I definitely, definitely do. Bread, bread sandwich. <laughs> just uh, bread and butter. Slice of bread. All I get in my ration pack. A slice of bread. Two slices of bread with a slice of bread in the middle. That's my favorite sandwich. <laughs> Two slices of ble- bread with a thin, thin slice of melon. <laughs> <laughs> remind me that things are tough. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, no, I mean, like, if I'm gonna go get a sandwich out somewhere, I, I'm like a spicy Italian gal. But if I'm making that shit at home, like, I'll, I'll fucking do like a grilled cheese or, oh, yeah, too. grilled cheese. Like, like, uh, how do you do your grilled cheese? Do you just throw like some cheddar cheese on there or something or? I mean, I grew up where you you did the the one, maybe two slices of American cheese. Now I'm like, I'll throw whatever kind of cheese and I might put like some pepperoni or I might put like a lunch meat in there. Hmm. Um, but I don't get super duper. I don't get super duper crazy with like grilled cheeses or anything anymore. Um, I do love me some bacon on a grilled cheese, though. Oh yeah, that would be yeah. That's good. Fuck my shit up. <laughs> I like mozzarella. I like Ooh. mozzarella on mine. Put some of that in there. That slice of American cheddar. Sprinkle you some mozzarella. Put it in between some provolone. Ooh. Cut it in half. Ah. God damn it! Sounds so fucking yeah. good. <laughs> I'd like to thank Martin Scorsese for joining the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please stop talking so dirty. Goddamn. Uh. <laughs> I like the mo- mozzarella provolone. Is it me or is it getting hot in here? <laughs> Did you want your sandwich toasted? <laughs> oh, he's doing his Batman voice. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. To Where are the other drugs going? <laughs> I can't wait to get a message from Toaster being all like, God damn it. Now I want all the grilled cheeses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, that just, I think that fucking sold it, man. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> are, are you ready to move on to our next one? <laughs> I think so. Because it gets uh, there. Some of these next ones get a little philosophical. Uh, oh, okay. From uh, speaking of toasty, from ADHD toaster, uh, what do you feel the most at home doing? Um, Mrs. Knowledge. <laughs> I knew it. Fucking yeah. knew it. That's a f- yeah. that's a solid answer right there. <laughs> I was gonna say I knew it's either gonna be jerk it off or. 
Oh, well, I'm sorry I've become so predictable. <laughs> what do I say? Landscape gardening. <laughs> oh. oh. I'm most at home doing. Probably leaving a pie to call on the window. Feel pretty at home mm. doing that. Mm. Yeah. Just being naked. I mean. <laughs> Fair. Skin man. Um, yeah. Skin man. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> sitting here in my leather chair. Yeah, yeah. Just feeling the contours of the lair against my chapped ass. Mm. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> He's getting so like I'm gonna need a time out. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. I mean, I don't know. I I feel like, not to sound cheesy, but like stuff like this where I just sit and I fucking talk to people and and get to know people. Like, it's a good answer. I don't know, man. Like, it's fucking what I do. It's what I'm good at. Whether I'm at work or streaming and podcasting and stuff. I don't know. I like it. <laughs> uh, we're going to get into... Okay, so here's here's a question from Xenos. Uh, what is one song you sing when you're alone that you would never sing in public, a.k.a. a guilty pleasure song? 9-11, 9-11, what went down with Building 7? <laughs> You've already admitted to singing it in public, so yeah, yeah I know. I know. Uh, apart from that, oh, ooh, aside from nine eleven, what went down with Building Seven? Uh, I mean, that's a pretty hard one to admit already. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have to say, in the Navy, by. Uh, <laughs> What they what they called again? In the navy, you could find a better man. Oh fuck who? Oh, what are they called? Now? The village uh, the vill- people. The village people, yeah. More famous uh, for uh, YMCA. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So, yeah. Not guilty that, guilty guilty that I'm like singing a. Deeper cut. <laughs> right. In the Navy. I was playing it just earlier. <laughs> I love that. I'm trying to think. What's a, a guilty pleasure song? I don't really sing. So I'll, I'll come with a second one. Uh blue. You know, I'm blue, da ba dee ba ba. I'm myself uh, singing that one a few times. Um, there's a specific cover of um, trying to figure out who who covered it. Um, myself, like I'm, I don't really listen to words and songs. Like I do, but I don't. For me, with music, it's usually just like the beat is the main thing that I'm paying attention to. 
Yeah. So like a lot of songs, I'll just like the instrumental songs. Like I'm I'm really down with those because I've I've heard a lot of songs start with like a really great beep and I'm feeling I was like yeah this is gonna be a good song then the singer comes in and just their voice ruins it it's like the song's great the music's good but the singer's bad mm. and that's, that's my entire recorded output you're talking about that buddy <laughs> but it's not what the singer's saying it's their voice you know how they're blending in with the music mm. so like Words. I don't. I don't know if I know more than five or six words of any song outside of "Happy Birthday." <laughs> I I could not right now just start singing a song that I've heard in my life. Like I could sing a little section of it, and that would be it. Jeez. Yeah. Well, fair play. But you can. You like Hans Zimmer. Yeah. <laughs> Duel of Fates. Oh, ha 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 ha. that was a cough. <laughs> 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 it's how that. That's how I hear that happen. He's, he's got like a sneeze fit, <laughs> and his little baton was going up and down. <laughs> and he's like, that. Uh, I've got a bad feeling about this master. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm, there's yeah. a specific song. I am I your father. <laughs> or, or maybe better yet, I'm your daddy. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I, I am your daddy. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> Another great voice acting role for a Mark Hamill. Yep. No, Father, <laughs> no. Oh, sorry, that was Tom Holland, wasn't it? No, Zendaya. <laughs> yeah, that was getting into here. <laughs> Tom Holland. I really like being in Marvel movies, Zendaya. Don't make me stop. You're not being. Taken seriously as an actor, did and he's like, yeah. I don't really mind. I just get loads of tasty vouchers for Pizza Hut. Mmm. <laughs> did you know Zendaya? This is the house of the. This is the home of the stuffed crust. Mmm. Ah. And she's like, dude, why am I with you? You can even take it on hard work. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Boys don't cry, men do, Zendaya, and that's why I cried on hot ones. <laughs> Would anyone like to know the plot of the multiverse of madness? Sorry, I'll stop that. <laughs> it just he sounds like such a child. Yeah. He yeah, he is. Would anyone <laughs> like to see me do a cartwheel? Zendaya, <laughs> look, 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 Zendaya, you're not looking. Look. Look! Look! I, I'm Spider-Man! <laughs> That's him. That's him. Yeah, got him done. What can I yeah. say? Yeah, I'll take him in the octagon. Sure. 
<laughs> so, Ginger. I uh, They're still looking. Yeah, no, I... Still, like, going deep. There's a very specific song, and it was a cover. Uh, I think it was a cover of, of Blank Space. Honestly, is I think what it was. It was just this very hidden like cover, um, and I absolutely I loved it. But uh, the fact that it's Taylor Swift makes me feel real icky. Um, <laughs> okay. Everybody loves Taylor Swift. Fuck no. Shoot me in the face. (laughs) Tay-Tay is actually the first song on my Zune player. No. Oh, God. Spider-Man. Nope. I'm good. Thanks. (laughs) But yeah, I... Go to your room, Tyler (laughs) Holliman. Anything on a Punk Goes Pop album... Like, really, because I fucking go hard when I really enjoy a song like that. But like songs like that, I I go way harder than I need to. So like punk goes crunk. Like I I, any anything like that, I'm fucking sold on. And like punk goes crunk. I yeah, bet anything punk goes pop. No, I hate it. I hate it. Since you've been gone, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. But you you go for a bit of punk goes crunk. I mean, listen. Mm. uh, What's that even mean? (laughs) It's all fucking rap music, man. I'll fucking fucking throw down with some punk goes crunk. I don't don't give a shit. Mm. Uh, Nothing like taking the flow out of rap music. It, dude, it all actually go. sounds really fucking good. <laughs> like, listen, Punk I'm not going to defend it any more than that, but uh, yeah, she's Ginger's just like, it's just mom spaghetti. She's like, yes. <laughs> That's not how that is spelled. Oh my god. So, but uh, like, there's been very few kinds of musics that I I don't much like, but I don't know. Punk goes crunk. I'll have to look into that. So, yeah. like, say I was anything. really, I was, I was offended to find out it had nothing to do with Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> yes, I can, I can imagine. Like David Spade doing rap riffs. <laughs> Joe Dirt, Joe Dirt himself revealing the filth. Yep. All time low covering Umbrella by Rihanna. Uh, say anything covering Old Dirty Bastard. Got your money. Like, uh, my American heart covering California love. Like, I gin and juice covered by hot rod circuit. Like, I'm definitely not mad about it. <laughs> mm. Okay. I, oh. you know, I, I dig it. You are pronounced guilty. Yep. Uh, it's, have anybody ever heard of David Allen Coe? Yes. Okay. I that would probably be some of his songs would probably be my guilty. Because <laughs> I 
I can yeah. I can fuck with that. I've been uh dipping back into more kind of country bluesy stuff recently. Which is This is like his it's just like wild, weird kind of songs like as country, I'm not like a huge fan of country, but mm. if if I had to say a country style, it would be like definitely the older generations of country yeah. than than the new ones. Because the new ones, like new country, is like weird. It's it's like its own genre in itself. Like they have punk mm-hmm. and rap and all kinds of different stuff. It's strange, but I guess it would be more like folk folk music, mm. yeah, than than like actual country, but. This guy, he's just like, got some crazy songs, and it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. The words are funny. <clears throat> They're a little dirty and lewd, though, so I don't know. I, I don't know if I should well, name some of them. Well, I mean. What was the one about uh, jacking off the country song we listened to on air before? Oh, okay, well. fuck. I, I oh, don't remember. Oh, it's so good, though. Do you remember that? Uh, it was like he was like um I'm slinging into my tissue tonight. Well, <laughs> 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 like I remember what it's called. It was so good. I but see, like it, when I'm talking about like me getting into country, like I'm talking like Orville Peck. Yeah, yeah, like. So it is the rest of the thinking world, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's. Uh, yeah. I, for- I like a bit. I like a bit Mel Haggard. Yes. Yeah. Um, my dad is a Hank Williams, Merle Haggard kind of oh, guy. Awesome. All right. Two more questions, fellas. Two more. Uh, another question. Actually, we have we have three because I can't count. Um, Tim asks if your personality slash essence was distilled into a candle, what would it smell like? Ooh, Ooh. shit! Um, not shit. <laughs> uh. uh, shit. Uh, moving on. Thank you. <laughs> Noted in the logs. It's going down in history. Shit smelled candle. <laughs> Captain's only, only worst candle known, a uh, Jennifer or Gwen Paltrow candle yeah. of her snatch. <laughs> Captain's lock to stardate two seven nine zero nine. I find myself comparing to a candle made by Gwyneth Paltrow that smelled like a vagina. <laughs> that is all. <laughs> Did those cam- candles start exploding, and they had to recall them or something? What? Yeah, that's only if you, that's only, yeah. if you t- that's only if you tickle them a little too much, <laughs> right? God, 
Apparently somebody tickled these because if I recall correctly, I remember reading an article where somebody's home was almost burnt down because their Gwyneth Paltrow vagina candle exploded. It erupted. Yes, yes. Uh, alleged that the candles explode or suffer catastrophic failure during normal usage because of a design defect and or manufacturing flaw. The plaintiff describes how after burning the candle, which retails for $75 for an estimated three hours or less, it became engulfed in high flames. The complaint notes that stories of the upscale exploding candle were widespread across the globe, including, or wait, uh, even receiving a write-up in the popular news UK newspaper, The Sun. Despite extensive public outcry over the dangers posed by the candles, Goop failed to enact a recall of the product and still continues to sell them. What? (laughs) (laughs) Smell this vagina at your own risk. I I mean, it is a big fucking risk, so... (laughs) If it turns into an erupting volcano, then yeah, there's an issue. God... <laughs> More like if it doesn't erupt, there's a problem, ladies. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> this just in: Robert Downey Jr.'s home has exploded in what is called "quote unquote" California forest fire. <laughs> Los Angeles Fire Department reports claim it was actually from a vagina candle. From Gwyneth Paltrow. (laughs) Downey Jr. had this to say. I went out happy. (laughs) That was it. That was it. A little too much pepper on that pot. Mm -hmm. Oh, there we go. Oh, my God. I think if my essence was a candle, it would smell like potato chips. Uh, okay. Any yeah. particular flavor? Just plain, lightly <laughs> salted. Lightly salted. Just like original, like original flavored. Just original flavor. Original potato chips. <laughs> like an off-brand, not even Lay's or anything. Like just like an off-brand potato chip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The addition of the off brand has me going. This is exciting. No. <laughs> okay. Do you, uh, do you have one that's not shit driven? <laughs> uh, I mean, I could say hibiscus. I mean, <laughs> that I actually know. sounds very fitting. <laughs> Yeah. Um, mine smells like uh, oh, such a hard question to answer. Um, I didn't think I'd be confronted with this one today. Mine smells like oh, weed. I mean, yeah, it's got to be a little bit of weed, maybe a little patchouli in there. <laughs> Yeah, it smells. It, it, yeah, it smells like the sound guy at your local venue. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think uh, a little sweet, 
but a little spicy. And uh, I would probably like a little like earthy too. I think would be would be mine. Uh, not I gonna lie. Going for the tones. She's going for a spicy mushroom. That's what mm. I was sitting here thinking. Mm. Spicy mushroom. Sweet and spicy mushroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what Princess Peach does anyway. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I... It's me, Mario. Yeah, but you're not just like, I'm coming, I'm coming. Ha, <laughs> ha. Yeah. <laughs> His like, legs, like, bolt straight. Because he's trying so hard, he can't. <laughs> you hear ah. Boing, 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 ha ha! Raya! And then uh, Luigi in the next room, knocking on the wind on the wall, going Mario, mm. Mario, ha ha! He's like, Arr! <laughs> what was this Poor question Luigi. about? Scented, can- scented candles. Yeah, what would? Uh, if your essence or personality was distilled into a candle, I'm very sweet most of the time. I can be a little spicy, uh, and I'd like to think I'm pretty down to earth. The f- it's a riddle for your answer. Yes. What exactly. am I? Well, you're obviously Super Mario ejaculating. <laughs> no. <laughs> I refuse. Uh, Put in a new spin on Super Smash Brothers in my right. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, two. I'll I'll give you guys a, a philosophical, and then we'll we'll end on something less philosophical. Okay. Who yep. in your life? I like life, the philosophy. Yeah. From Toaster again. Who in your life has been your number one inspiration? Oh. Hmm. Uh, really, this should be off everyone's fucking tongue, man. This just means we're not very inspired. Oh no, I have an answer. I'm just oh. waiting. They're waiting their turn. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm being polite. In the lobby, yeah. we've got Ginger Snap sixty seven. Can't wait to get her on air and <laughs> hear that answer. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, I. I actually think uh, uh, mine is Ted Solomon's. He's head of the Minnesota Parks and Recreation Board. Uh, He goes out there and he makes a John God good diggity good go of things. Uh, Not a lot happens this side of the seaboard, am I right? But uh, we make it work. Okay, hun? God damn it. Well, here, I'll I'll, I'll tell you guys my answer. Uh, Okay. It would actually be my 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 big brother uh, and he knows this uh we had this conversation uh during my graduation party but he uh in my early life was in my eyes working on pursuing his dream and doing all of these different things playing music and he seemed so like he was enjoying life so much and that is what i wanted and he has shaped so much of me as uh like a teen and an adult in in ways that he may not you know like ever realize but he is one of 
those people in my life that it doesn't matter what the fuck is going on. I know that I could call him and talk to him about something, whether I want to or not is, is, is different, but he, he is an inspiration in reminding me that I can keep doing the shit that I'm doing and having fun and still know that like failure is okay but like as long as I'm enjoying what I'm doing it doesn't matter all the other bullshit can you know what will happen you just gotta fucking do what you want and do what makes you happy and that's really some of the biggest things that my brother kind of inspired in me and also he he kind of shaved my taste in music I'm not gonna fucking lie uh but yeah, no, I mean, he he was my number one inspiration for a long time, and he still always kind of has been. I'm just not very vocal about it. That was a good one. How are we yeah. going to top that? I Listen, know. I gave y'all chances to answer, <laughs> and y'all were giving me shit. Uh, well, yeah, what, what am I meant to say in response to that? Like, oh, I really... Um... I, I I I strive to be like Ryan Gosling in the movie Drive because he wears a cool jacket and looks real cool and he's got a toothpick and, <laughs> and he doesn't really like say anything in the movie but he's uh, totally awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, in real terms, I don't know. My grandfather's pretty cool. Yeah, he can just like build a garage in like half a day and he's old as fuck hell yeah that's super cool i mean like not applied that into any force in my life in any real way (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i can build a podcasting empire in a year and a half (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) oh uh I guess I'd have to say I'd have to go with uh, I guess my mother. Oh. Uh, she's been the like the stabilizing kind of central force in my life. That's mm-hmm. you know, my father he was always away as I was a kid because he had to work and you know make make the money so he wasn't out on the street. So that caused me and him to kind of grow up as as strangers. Mm-hmm. But mom was always around. If not, I would have been extremely lonely because we lived out in you know a rural area. It wasn't like I could go over to the neighbor's house because the neighbors, right. you know, like a ways away. But like I had neighborhood kids or something to to play with. Right. So mom was was always around, and uh, she was kind of my my best friend growing up. Yeah. So it's- she would play video games and stuff with me, and. And that's probably why I like video games as much as I do, is because I have such fond memories as a kid uh, playing, playing like just little Super NES games with my mom. <laughs> that's awesome. That's yeah. I grew that's up like- rural, real rural too. So like, I was in second or third grade when the only kid that was my age that lived on my road moved away. Mm. So, yeah. like, we had a, a very nice neighbor. <laughs> who 
was, you know, he, he had like animals and stuff. And so we would, you know, our, our family was friends with him. And uh, when his nephews would come over and visit their uncle, like I'd go over and I'd hang out and my mom would call down to his house and be like, is, is she over there? I'd be like, yeah, send her home. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like, I didn't really have a lot of kids to go hang out with. And so that's partly why Tim is, you know, one of those inspirations for me because he was just around. Right. So I feel you on that big time. Yeah. I didn't have uh, any siblings. I'm, I'm an only child. Oh, Oh, same here. Oh yeah. It was, uh, it was kind of, like I had a cousin that, that lived nearby. But, Hence the video you know, games, right? On things, right? <laughs> Hence the yeah. video right. games, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. And no one's it, played tales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can only play outside for so long, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy's fucking falling, buddy. Yeah. Get inside and play some Sonic. Two. Yeah, I remember playing. Mario. Mario was probably the first game I think I ever played running around. Mm. <laughs> I think I really got into the adventure games, I think, because they were so much longer. Yeah. Yeah. I have this memory of not playing Duck Hunt, but we had the Duck Hunt gun. And oh, I have yeah. this just this snapshot of a memory of I I want to say it was both my brother and older sister in the living room of the house that my parents built and me pointing the duck hunt gun. Yeah. I have it's just a snapshot. I don't have like anything else from that but like I that's fucking wild. I I remember my brother's bands practicing in our, in our barn. Um, one of his buddies had brought out the entire drum kit and left it set up all the time. And they were out practicing one day and they all came running into the house because the old Austin Healy we had parked out there had a, they had like leaned on it or opened the trunk or something. And there was a snake in it <laughs> and it scared the shit out of them. And so they all came up running to the house. Like, <laughs> it just fucking like it 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 was just one of those weird things. Like uh it was not a like as long as I can remember my brother was playing music. So it's uh Yeah, holy shit. Core memory unlocked. <laughs> memory capacity updated. Fuck, it's not very big, man. <laughs> you're now you're now at seventeen percent. Would you like to would you like to access more? No. Abort, abort. <laughs> memory deleted. Oh thank God. Repression success. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy punching your pillow. Thank you for using this service. 
Well, so a uh, final question, which I normally ask first to every new podcast guest. Oh. Uh, but I, I didn't. I can't believe yeah. I spaced on it. Didn't want to uh, say anything, but there you go. Um, so there's a question that we ask every single guest, Tin Man. Okay. And it is, what would your mundane superpower be if you had one? Or if you do have one, what is it? Mundane superpower. Hmm. Ah. I love flummoxing people with this one. I know. It's so good. I think that I would have to go with being able to lull people into a sense of comfort or relaxation. You already have that superpower, you yeah, son of a bitch. Yeah, that, that voice. Yeah. Oh my god. If, if I if I appropriately attune my voice, like if I go down really bassy and I add, you know, the softness to it like I am, and I just start talking. You know, like a little bit of ASMR, but not too heavily done. If I just start reading nonsense, then I think I lull people into a space where their eyes start to close. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then they suddenly wake up with their keyboard on their face. <laughs> Maybe. What's this doing on my fucking face? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what have I told you about putting that there, Mildred? You fucking asshole. How'd you do that, Mildred? I was listening to fucking Tin Man, man. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, hey, I'm filing for a divorce, you fucking wench. Hey, 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 buddy. <laughs> hey, you like the show, buddy? Hey, hey, Tin Man, Tin Man, I need some more of that fuel injection from that super powered voice of yours there. <laughs> That's some good vocalizing there, buddy. I fucking love it. All right, keep it up. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, he was lying the whole time. We all get the town on this one. Oh fuck! <laughs> Let's go get the car over bridge. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddies. I'm real mad about this one. Why don't we all take to Facebook together? Pedal some misinformation. God damn it. Y'all get on Messenger. Uh, <laughs> Talk hey, to each other. I'm get gonna tell straight. I'm gonna tell Brandine that there's a corporate coup in the White House and now we're all cooked. God damn it. It's all CNN's fault. Thanks, uh, Tin Man. Look at what you've done with your powers. Or so <laughs> you call them. I can't believe it. <laughs> All right, uh, meet uh, one. <laughs> it's, 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 hey, hey. Hey, buddy. I'm, I'm, sure I'm, I'm sure I'm made of meat, but I sure ain't a word. <laughs> I'm just made of meat. I'm all around <laughs> on the floor. 
Fucking Aqua Teen <laughs> Hunger Force, man. That was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, well, uh, I think that uh, I think that kind of wraps it up. Yeah. <laughs> but Tin Man, thank you for joining us. I hope you had a good time because I sure as fuck did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Great time. Fuck yeah. It's just a pure pleasure to get to sit and talk with you and you know, whatever that other guy is. What's his name again? <laughs> hey, buddy, forget about what you're about to say. <laughs> oh, yeah, Druid. Druid, not it. Druid, yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. That yeah, guy. that guy. Yeah. Goddamn fucking right. <laughs> uh, well, real quick, Tin Man, uh, where can the people find you? What any any socials or anything that you would like to uh shout out or advertise? Oh, oh I get to I get to plug myself a little bit. Ooh. Yeah. Because we've asked okay. we've asked absolutely no questions about you so far, so everyone's chance. You can you can find me on Twitch TV at uh, Tin Man zero three eight five. That's a big T, a big M. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the that's a trademark. Trademark. Yeah. <laughs> you can also find me over at Twitter, hanging around. You know, occasionally spilling some kind of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, at uh, the same thing, Tin Man zero three eight five. Big T, big M. I have yellows. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Conway Twitty. <laughs> Damn it. Well, Tin Man, thank you so much. Uh you uh came kind of clutched there at the last minute and uh really appreciate yeah. it, man. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for accommodating my schedule in such no. a vivid way. I yeah, appreciate. I'm glad I glad I could uh, make you look good. You know, being the latest one here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is just a stand-in. I'm I'm not actually here. Yeah. Oh, okay, pre-recorded. Yeah. This is just the AI playing Druid. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> At the next, open the door, Hal. Open the cargo bay doors, Hal. <laughs> At the next exit, turn left. Turn left. In 100 yards. Turn left. Now, I want to write. <laughs> I want to write, buddy. I'm I'm sick of hearing about the fucking left. Am I right? God damn it. Redirecting. <laughs> well, Recalculating. Uh, to all of our <laughs> listeners, thank you so much to both Druid and Tin Man. Thank you guys so much. I've had an absolute fucking blast same thank you both thank and you as well for inviting me appreciate uh, it of course it's it took fucking long enough i finally got it done <laughs> god damn it but uh <laughs> no i uh i appreciate you all and listeners thank you so much to our patrons thank you guys